hear and believe the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ, and Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, all you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. Our first reading today comes from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning, when God created the heaven and earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, and there was the first day. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading this morning is the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. Hear the word of God. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> 
In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. This is the word of God for the people of God. According to the Presbyterian liturgical calendar, today is baptism of the Lord Sunday. This is the day the church commemorates Jesus's baptism in the Jordan by John the Baptist. As he came out of the water, the spirit rested on Jesus and the sign of God's approval was heard. You are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. This was the beginning of Jesus's ministry. On this day, we celebrate not only Jesus's baptism, but our own as well, because our baptism is rooted in Christ. Baptism joins us to Christ and his church. With all of the baptized, we are called to share in Jesus's ministry. In the waters of baptism, we are buried with Christ, cleansed of our sins, and raised to share in his resurrection. The spirit is given to us, and we are declared, amazingly, the children of God. Today, we not only remember Jesus's baptism, but we celebrate our own. This is the day to remember our own baptism and the significance of it in our own lives. Have you ever thought about your baptism? Is that something you think about? Have you ever thought about what your baptism means to you and how you are to live your life? If you were a child, have you ever thought about what it meant to your parents to stand before the congregation and promise to live the Christian faith and teach that faith to you? And have you thought about the congregation who promised to guide and nurture you, encouraging you to know and follow Christ and be a faithful member of his church? Have you ever thought about who was in the church that day to witness your baptism? Do you have photos or other keepsakes? Did your parents invite family and friends to celebrate with a party afterward? Was your baptism in your family considered something special, really, really special, something to be remembered and talked about in the future years? Did you know, did your family know that your baptism would fundamentally shape your life in the years to come? I have a certificate at home with the date, location, and the name of the pastor who baptized me. I've taken that piece of paper out of the box several times, once to join the church, and then to enter seminary, and then the ordination process. I've studied the theology of baptism. I've written papers and passed exams on the subject of baptism, but it's only in recent years that I began to think about what my baptism actually means to me and how I'm to live my life. And I truly regret not thinking about it before and asking my parents when they were here about the details and all the answers to those questions that I asked a few moments before. I was only five months old, so I can't answer any of these questions. So I ask you, do you know anything about your baptism? Nothing. 
Well, probably all children. It wasn't something the parents usually discuss. Certainly my parents didn't discuss it. I'd certainly like to know now, but I won't, so I have to speculate. Baptism and the Lord's Supper, which we will share later this morning, are the two sacraments of the Presbyterian Church. They are absolutely central to the life of the church. They are foundational to everything we say and do. Sacraments are the visible signs of the presence and power of Christ in the church. Yet too often, they seem to be just something we are expected to do, and maybe they've become so familiar that we've stopped thinking about their significance when they do take place. After baptism, we usually file away our certificate in a box or in a drawer, and that's it, done. But baptism is so much more. Baptism is about our true identity, who we really are. In baptism, we are claimed by God and forever marked as Christ's own. We are adopted into the body of Christ. We are called to love and serve the Lord in all we say and in all we do. In the Gospel of Mark, the voice from heaven is addressed to Jesus. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Baptism teaches us that we are all God's beloved children, God's sons and God's daughters. Imagine that. God is father of us all. We are all sisters and brothers, one big family. Baptism confers upon us the promise of God's profound and enduring unconditional love. We belong to God, body and soul, into eternity. Nothing we do, nothing we fail to do, separates us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Can you imagine that? To be God's beloved child? In today's society, many of the traditional marks of identity have been diminished or disregarded. Most of us have moved multiple times rather than growing up in the community and living in the community where we were born and raised, where we and our family are known. Fewer families remain intact. Half of first marriages end in divorce and an even higher percentage of second marriages with children end in divorce. Families are scattered all over the country and sometimes all over the world. We change jobs. We change careers. We join organizations. We leave and join others. And often, deep down inside, we try to figure out just who we are. We try to find ourselves. We try to belong. We try to fit in, but remembering our baptism reminds us of who we are in relation to whose we are, God's beloved children. We know where we fit in. We belong to God's family, and our baptism is a visible sign of that. We are never, ever alone. We may have times when we feel lonely, but we are never alone. Through baptism, we have been joined in the spirit with Christ and with the whole multitude of the baptized, past, present, and, fu and future, in all times and in all places. We are one regardless of time and regardless of circumstances. 
When the oneness with Christ and with each other, this unity in spirit sinks into our consciousness, when we really believe we are children of God, it shapes what we think and what we do day by day. Our attitudes toward others and our relationships are changed. Imagine what we could do if we never felt inadequate. What if we would be so focused on our, what if we weren't so focused on our differences and disagreements? Or would we be more accepting and forgiving with people who do not always share our ideas and opinions and our lifestyles, people who don't look like us? When we remember our baptism, we are reminded that we live in God's forgiving grace revealed in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. The water of baptism is a visible sign of God's cleansing and renewing grace poured out upon us through the sacrifice of Jesus' body and blood. We are a forgiven people. We have a new kind of life to grow into, a lifetime of becoming like Jesus. Baptism in the church means baptism into God's mission in the world, being baptized into the body, the body of Christ, to become a participant in the life and mission of the church. It means gathering together for more than one hour a week. It means sharing experiences and sharing common tasks, like the breakfast coming up. It means supporting one another, being there with a helping hand, a listening ear, and sometimes a shoulder to cry on. Today, when our Christian way of life and our Christian values are questioned and even condemned by some, we must all stand together and focus on what we have in common and bear witness to our unity and our faith in Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul used the metaphor of a human body for the church. The church is the body of Christ with Christ the head and the members fulfilling all the varied and diverse functions of the body. Paul said, in one spirit, we are all baptized into one body and we are all made to drink of one spirit, the spirit of God. Baptism implies active membership in Christ's body, the community of faith. The basic meaning of member is a part or a limb. This implies that trying to live the Christian life apart from the church is simply not possible. You cannot live the Christian life apart from the church and your community of faith because we all need each other in order to function as a whole. The eyes have vision so we see where we are going and how to get there. The hands complete tasks, some essential to feeding the rest of the body. And the feet, they take us where we need to go in order to do God's work. Without each other, we are not whole. The church cannot fulfill its mission. Remembering our baptism reminds us that we are all members of the body of Christ. It is through the grace of God, God's spirit unites us to Christ and to each other. All of us have unique special functions in ministry and in this church. As members of the body of Christ, we are to put aside 
our resentments and our disagreements with each other. As members, we are called to use our special talents and our spiritual gifts to keep the church alive and to further its mission in the world. Serving together, supporting one another, has never been more important, more critical than it is today. A one-time baptism does not mean that it is a one-time event, done and then forgotten, certificate put in a drawer to be taken out when necessary, but mostly left in the drawer. Baptism is intended to be something we remember and we renew daily. We are to grow in our baptism day by day, remembering God's grace and God's marking us as God's own. In baptism, we are claimed by God and we are adopted into the body of Christ and given our true identity, children of God. We are called to be active members of the church, using our God-given talents and our gifts to fulfill the church's mission. Every moment of every day, we are to ask ourselves if our thoughts and of words we speak and our actions reflect God's love and forgiveness and Jesus' model of a life acceptable to God. Remember your baptism. And if you can, ask your parents about it, ask your families about it. Look at the photos if you have them. Tell your children and your grandchildren about this very special day and what baptism really means for them. And in the future, whenever we have a baptism at this church or wherever you attend a baptism, remember your own baptism and what it means to you and to your life. And every time you wash with water, remember your baptism. Let the water remind you of God's gift of cleansing and forgiving grace given to you through Jesus Christ. Remember who you are and whose you are. Remember God's profound, enduring, and unconditional love for you. You are God's beloved child. Thanks be to God. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
as you leave this place, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, to love and care for one another, your brothers and sisters, and remember day by day that you are all children of God. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you today and evermore. Amen.